listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What is going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast here for a Wednesday's 11-game main slate. Uh, James, quite a doozy here after Tuesday's five-gamer. You're the man on the playbook. You're the man on the fast break. You'll be doing all the dirty work for uh, getting everybody ready to uh, hopefully and most likely cash their lineups uh, tonight. How are you, uh, how you feeling on this first look that we got going on? Uh, well... We have pretty much everyone and their mother and their mother's mother on this slate, which would be their grandmother. Um, all on this slate, all pretty much in in and like spots. nobody's ruled out yet either. Like, and no. no injuries whatsoever. <laughs> if you just like, if you want to just do a scroll down the uh, the old DraftKings list or Fanduel list, whatever you're, you don't get to an injury until Marcus Smart. That's how far down you have to go to find anyone who is potentially out. So, yeah, I mean, at least not everyone's, like, too high-priced. There's only three guys on the slate over 10K, so you should still be able to to build a pretty good lineup even if there isn't a lot of value that opens up. Yeah, I agree with you there. And, and since we do have so much to go over to, let's just do a, a quick look um, at the spreads if we have any, some of the, the higher potential game totals. Um, on this slate, you know, the late-night hammer, we always like to start off on that one. We have Chicago in Sacramento. The Bulls will be on the second night of a back-to-back, but 231 game total there. Some teams that don't like to play defense, but have plenty of guys that can certainly score the basketball. Uh, that's a game that we're definitely going to be looking to target. Washington-Philadelphia, 231.5 game total uh, in that one. Charlotte-Atlanta, 231 game total there. Uh, and then kicking off the slate, we have houston uh, and Indiana, 227 game total. Those are the uh, the ones that are above 220 uh, on this slate. And really right now, the only spread that's been released that uh, jumps out to me would be the Milwaukee Bucks giving 13.5 points uh, to the Detroit Pistons there, uh, 226 game total on that one. Yeah, and that game, we just saw that game, and Giannis went literally insane. So... Uh... Yeah, expect much of the same in this uh, this spot once again. Uh, yeah, those, the uh, the series that we're getting uh, in the NBA this season is kind of interesting. A lot of teams playing back-to-back against one another. Um, but you're right, 36 minutes from Giannis, 43-9-4. Surprised me that he played that many minutes in a game where they were supposed to win by, I think it was a 16-point spread there as mm-hmm. well. He was getting fourth-quarter run in that game because the Pistons sort of just like, hung around a little bit like they were never within striking distance but for whatever reason uh you know they wanted Giannis out there and get the run hey man if they're gonna keep it close any game that's close Giannis has a chance to go for 60 and we've now seen that in three straight outings Giannis has gone for 60 and only one triple double too so that just really shows you the type of upside that he brings to the table so if you want to play Giannis and yeah be my guest yeah, I agree with you 100% on that one. All right, well, let's kick it off here. I'm going to be using FanDuel for the positions. Uh, and we're going to start off at the point guard. Uh, again, you talked about it. it's 11-game slate, guys. So there is a humongous player pool. It's going to be really difficult to narrow it down. But, you know, at the top tier right here, you have Russell Westbrook going up against Philadelphia. You have Steph Curry going up against the Clippers, who are going to be on uh, a back-to-back. And you have Trey Young 
going up against a Charlotte team that has been terrible defending the point guards on FanDuel. Those are the three guys that are up over 9K. Uh, over on DraftKings, of course, uh, you have young Kari Westbrook also uh, up above 9K as well. Um, you know, if this is what we're considering the top tier, how are you ranking them? Uh, I will go Curry as my favorite play in tournaments, Trey Young favorite for both. And I don't really love Westbrook in a tough matchup against Philly. I know there's obviously triple-double upside, and the, the triple-double streak was broken against Brooklyn. He still went for 50. Um, but I think there's just better value on guys below him. Curry, Young, uh, I'll even go and talk about Ben Simmons, who I finally feel like is in a good spot to to be rostered against Washington on the flip side of this Westbrook matchup. So uh, I prefer Curry and Young to Westbrook and uh, Young in, in all formats and Curry more in tournaments. Yeah, uh, I think that's – yeah, I, I think Westbrook is definitely more of a GPP play. Um, you know, the triple doubles have been coming for him or near triple doubles have been coming for him. So, um, you know, it, it's been good to see. He's got double doubles. In uh, in at least every game, a triple double and all but one. So uh, you know, upside for Westbrook is always going to be there. Someone that we've been loving a lot, but now the price is up over eight k is Malcolm Brogdon. He does go up against Houston here, back to back fifty fantasy point games. Uh, he's also not coming off the floor at all, and I, I think one of those might have been an overtime game. Um, I think the the Pelicans. I have to see like forty five minutes. I think it was an overtime game. Um, I mean, where, where are you on Malcolm Brogdon? Would you pay over $8,000 for him? Yeah. Um, I like right now to see if that was an overtime. That's a lot of minutes for it not to be an overtime game. Um, no. Uh, I don't think yeah, they, overtime. they did go overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Knicks game didn't go to overtime and he oh. played 41. So, <laughs> like, that's what kind of threw me off. Um, I think you can. I think you could play Brogdon here. I, I like De'Aaron Fox matchup a little better, a little better. But can we trust the Bulls staying to c- keep it competitive on a second leg of a back-to-back? No. So you probably feel better about Brogdon here. Um, yeah, you could pay EK. I mean, if he's going to give you fifty plus, there's still plenty of upside at that price. So uh, yeah, Brogdon good for all formats. I think Fox is a really good play in tournaments as well. At uh, least this above eight K price range on. DraftKings and FanDuel at point guard is super elite. Yeah, no, it, it's a it's a pretty strong group there. Um, DraftKings, you know, Brogdon and Waller and, and Simmons are in that 8K range. Um, below them, you mentioned Fox. He has Chicago. Uh, Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul are right there at 75 and 73. Uh, Drew Holiday had himself a really nice game against Detroit. Again, it's a, you know, it's a big spread. So you have to kind of whether or not they're going to be able to, you know, keep it close and if he's going to play the minutes. But he was strong. Terry Rozier against Atlanta. We've seen him pop off for some big games uh, so far this season. And Mike Conley round out the 7K tier on FanDuel. Conley, of course, on the back-to-back, but up against New York. And we saw the stat uh, on Twitter the other day about how well defensively the Knicks have been playing. But point guards continue to torch them because Elf Payton's defense just still is not very good. Yeah, I just worry, I guess, maybe about Utah on a back-to-back and how badly they're getting smoked tonight. Or because oh, we are recording on a... And out the starter. So, I mean, right now, Conley's only played 27 minutes and he's done for the night, so... Yeah, it's true. So, I guess we can go back to the well. I, I prefer Rozier against Atlanta, I think. Um, Atlanta's the worst defensive-rated team in basketball currently. As it stands, I'd rather go there 
in this range, and Drew Holiday under 7K on DraftKings is really enticing to me as well. So I'd probably go those two spots, especially we know um, Killian Hayes is doubtful. So right. who the heck in... Who Derek are they going to play? Oh, Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Yeah, I mean, there. there you go. Derek Rose defense, Delon Wright defense. Please sign me up for um, some Drew Holiday here. Now, you you mentioned Terry Rozier. I'm a little surprised. Uh, Lomelo Ball, $6,900. The price is flying on him up on FanDuel. Only $6,000 still over on DraftKings. He was $5,600 the other day, $5,500 the game before that. You look at his last four games now. 44, 31, 37, 37 fantasy points. He only bumped them up $400 to 6K. He only needs 30 points for 5X. He's been giving us 6X in three of the last four. I mean, this matchup against Atlanta, like you said, this screams LaMelo Ball for me. It does scream LaMelo Ball. And I think you could play him and Rozier, not like probably in the same lineup, but if you're making multiple lineups, you make a couple of the Rozier, a couple of LaMelo, because it is it is a premier spot. And for someone who's playing 27-plus minutes in four straight, gone for 31-plus fantasy points in four straight, I'm with you. It's an, it's actually not a up-tempo matchup. Charlotte's eighth and Atlanta's 12th, but it's a fast-paced game regardless. So, yeah, I'm good with LaMelo at 6K if he's going to put up this production. I guess we'll find out if he's going to play this type of run in a close game. Because if you look over the last four... Every game has been decided by 15 or more points. So I guess we'll find out if he's going to play in blowouts or in non-blowouts. Um, but, yeah, he's he's perfectly fine for uh, tournaments. Um, going down the list, you know, in the 6K range even further, uh, Lonzo Ball, 6,500, cheaper than his brother Lamelo there on FanDuel. Uh, Lonzo is 65 over on DraftKings, where he's actually more expensive than Lamelo. Um, we have Kobe White, who'll be on the second day of a back-to-back, but a really good matchup against the Aaron Fox. Uh, Goran Dragic against Boston. Dragic's been very hit or miss this year. Um, coming off the bench, did not have a good game against OKC. I don't imagine there being a ton of ownership on him. Uh, you have Markel Fultz, a game we just saw against Cleveland. Again, he did not play well uh, in that one. 6-5 and 8, only 19 fantasy points. Um, but again, Cleveland's defense, not very good. No Darius Garland there. Um Peyton Pritchard got a big bump. Now, Teague and Smarter are both questionable. Neither have been officially been ruled out. Uh, would you consider as a value Peyton Pritchard? He's $4,700 on FanDuel. Pritchard over on DraftKings, 46 It is Miami, so a little bit of a tougher spot for sure. Uh, but if you just saw him go up against Toronto and have a strong game. Yeah, if he's going to play 32 minutes, and sure. Um, they're very... Whether they start Tremont Waters, again, it, it doesn't matter. Peyton Pritchard's going to play the line chair of the minutes. So, yeah, uh, especially with the lack of injury news that we have, um, yes, I, I think Peyton Pritchard actually is viable. But the, I think he is harder to trust if Teague and Smart both play. I think if, For sure. if one of them sat, I would still have interest if – both played, I think I'd be out. Would you be out on Teague at 4,300 on FanDuel? I'm more inclined to play Pritchard than Teague, honestly. So, yeah. Yep, um, yeah. Um, any other guys? Is, does Emmanuel quickly interest you at all? He had a came back and had a strong game for the Knicks the other night. Yeah, and did you see they asked him, they asked um, Thibodeau about him, and he smiled. He had a, the biggest smile you'd ever see Thibodeau give answering a question about 
uh, one of his players. I think those minutes continue to rise, and I think it's only a matter of time before he is playing more minutes than Alfred Payton. So I think there is some merit to playing quickly, to be honest. Uh, in a tournament, if you're MMEing, I think you can get some lineups in with quickly. What do you think about Shake Milton now? Recent performances out of him again, blowout scenarios, but the minutes at least all season, very consistent in the mid 20s and the last three, three games 35, 26, and 24 fantasy points out of him. You can go there. It's Washington, and Washington's playing third in terms of pace, they've, and they're 27th in defensive rating. So you can really use anyone you want uh, from Philly. Fair enough. Let's go to shooting guard here, James Harden up against the Pacers. Uh, Harden, 38 minutes against Dallas. Only 43 fantasy points here, James. You know, we've talked about it a lot. You know, how Harden's generally, un- you know, unfadeable. You know, play him if you want. You know, GBP probably. But, you know, Wall's there. You know, we've seen Christian Wood. Eric, like, all the supporting cast around him is as strong as it's ever been. You know, are you interested in paying over $11,000 on FanDuel on a big slate like this for James Harden? I mean, I think it's a it's a contrarian option in tournaments, but I don't think it's something that you need to do. So if you want to get weird in tournaments and play a guy who can go for 70, sure. But because I, don't, I also don't think he's going to go 5 for 17 from the floor again. And he still put up almost 50 fantasy points in while shooting that poorly. So um, you can in tournaments, but I think there's just better options um, on the board and below him at the position. Uh, FanDuel, for whatever reason, Brad Beal's 10K. I'm not paying 10K for Bradley Beal when, no, sir. when Westbrook is on the floor. He's 9K in. DraftKings still probably not a play I'm going to look at. Paul George is $9,000. Now, we're recording here on Tuesday evening. Uh, this game between the Clippers and Spurs have yet to actually kick off. But George is questionable with an He's ankle. He's officially, officially ruled out. Officially ruled out. Well, there you go. Paul George is out. So now we have to wonder, is he going to play on the second night of this back-to-back because he was ruled out the day before? Is that why they ruled him out to play against Golden State? We'll have to wait and see the injury status on him there. Um, he's $9,000. Had been playing really well. His injury ankle his, uh, ankle injury sort of popped up out of nowhere there. Um, you know, Next tier below, Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine, Fred Van Vliet in a game in which Toronto got blown out, absolutely destroyed. Now three straight games for Van Vliet, 46-15-53 at $8,000. Jalen Brown officially a shooting guard on FanDuel. They've moved him from a small forward to a shooting guard. Uh, Jason Tatum, now a small forward instead of a power forward. So FanDuel making some positional adjustments there. Uh, kind of interesting uh, to take a note of as we look over this big slate. Devin Booker, Shy Gill just said, like, this tier here, very strong group for shooting guards. Yeah, the last guy you mentioned in Shay, I'm definitely out on. He has looked terrible, and New Orleans is playing at a really slow clip, so I don't want any interest in uh, – I don't have any interest in Shea Gillis Alexander – I agree with FanDuel's decision to move Jalen Brown to shooting guard because they've been starting Tice Thompson in the front court. Um, So I do agree. I think he's okay here. We don't love using guards against Miami, but Brown has been incredible. It's high usage rate this year. Um, So I think you can in tournaments. Van Vliet has been great. He's been, uh, he's been incredible. He really has. He has been great and in slow pace games. I mean, the Knicks the Pelicans and Celtics. Um, so that the pace really hasn't been a factor. He's been contributing across the board. I mean, 22, five and a half, five and a half, one and a half. 
uh, for Van Vliet. So I think you he's probably my favorite of the bunch. I mentioned to you off air, though, Donovan Mitchell from New York looked pretty good in that Brooklyn game. And by that, I mean he stuffed the box score. He didn't really shoot well. I think you could go back to the well there. Um, but I think Van Vliet's my favorite of that of that grouping that you mentioned. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, if we go a little bit uh, further down the list um, there, we have guys like Colin Saxon, who did not come through for us in the same spot. Uh, no Garland. He played 38 minutes, but only 24, 2-2. Two and two, Not what we were looking for in terms of sort of secondary production out of him. Um, Wiggins is there against the Clippers. Derek Rose, we mentioned, uh, you know, solid play as well. Terrence Ross is somebody that continues to ball out for us. Now, not the explosive game that he had against OKC, but another 29 fantasy points, four steals uh, against Cleveland. You know, what's your thoughts on that grouping? Did you see, is Michael Carter-Williams officially out? He is officially out, yes. Is that is that real? Okay, so um, I kind of like Terrence Ross because it did the dominoes just kind of keep falling for Orlando here, right? And Fournier is not officially out there, right? Fournier is not officially out. He's listed. He doesn't have official listing for tomorrow. I, but I assume it's questionable since he hasn't played in a while. But well, if um, Fournier is out and Carter Williams is out, you know, my boy Cole Anthony is somebody that I'm also just going to be more interested in as well. That's true. Um, I like Ross in tournaments. Probably 5900 is tough to. To wrap my head around, D Rose went crazy against Milwaukee and just he, a, he, he was hitting all the shots. I was watching the game; he was unbelievable. So I would go there. Um, I'm looking at the schedule now, and Detroit doesn't play Thursday, so you probably could see Rose what play like 27, 28 minutes here. Yeah, um, so- they said he wanted to cap him at 26, and he's only played more than that in the overtime game. So I don't know if we would get more than that out of him unless absolutely necessary, which could be the case that they're just so shorthanded. I, I guess in that instance, then maybe I. But he's such a back. high volume and high usage player that we, I mean, in 26 minutes, we've seen him go for mid thirties and fantasy points or 30. Yeah, yeah. It's just tough. Like I just want, if I'm playing an 11 game slate, I don't want there to be a cap. You know, okay. I wish I wish there wasn't a cap. Like I get it, thirty point six percent usage, one point one fantasy point, one point one four fantasy points per minute is elite. But eleven games slide, I feel like for fifty eight hundred, I could just find somebody else. Yep, that's fine. Um, Devonta Graham finally hit his shots, but he gave us absolutely <laughs> nothing else. First game all season uh, where he had less than well, he had one game with three assists, I guess. But you know, you look at his numbers all year, they've been great. He just hasn't hitting the shots, and he goes 5 for 11. Doesn't give you anything else, but $5,100 uh, on FanDuel over on DraftKings. Grant's priced out um, at 55 Price keeps dropping. Good matchup against Atlanta. GPP only play. Um, Tyrese Halliburton all of a sudden now questionable to play. We thought he was going to miss, I think, more time than he has. It's only been two games. At 4900 bucks on FanDuel, if he's... You know, fresh and good to go. What do you think about him against, um, you know, against Chicago? Only forty-seven on DraftKings. Yeah, and I think he fits the billing of like he's in the rotation, and because he's a rookie, if this game gets out of hand, which not to, to say the Kings are great, but Bulls playing a tough back-to-back. If this were to get out of hand, I could see Halliburton also getting more run there. So um, it kind of fits the 
fits why you would want to play Halliburton in tournaments. Um, price, potential matchup, potential blowout run, uh, all kind of fits like a glove. So yeah, if, if Halliburton's active, then I'm definitely interested in him in tournaments. Uh, if we're looking at any value here, um, Ugh, I know it, it, it is gross. Um, you know, well, we, we do have some guys that I think are potentially worth t- mentioning. Um, Damian Dotson started in place um, of Garland, and now Exum is out. Gar- Damian Dotson is still min-priced on FanDuel at $3,500. He played 29 minutes. He had 16 points. You know, as a min-priced play, you have to think there's a spot potentially for him to re-enter the starting line. I know Isaac Okoro um, is, is going to be active for this game, but... Again, they're missing two starters, essentially, instead of one, so Dotson could still find his way in there. What do you think? Yeah, and it doesn't seem like they want to play, um, or at least start, Seti Osman. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good call, um, because after Dotson, it's like Austin Rivers. And then... Yeah, Austin Rivers, um, I mean, maybe you could go back to... to... Reggie Bullock, if Burks is out again. Um, yeah, I guess both those guys are, it's the same scenario. If if yeah. Burks doesn't play, then both of them are in play. But if Burks plays, we just kind of say screw it to both of them. And uh, Svee, Mihailuk played 29 minutes against Milwaukee. That's it. Fantasy points. Uh, yeah. I mean, if Justin Jackson doesn't play, that's, that's what opened the door. I mean, Killian Hayes already ruled out. Yep. So maybe some extra minutes, you know, went to... I mean, DeLon Wright only played nine minutes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. But yeah, if, I mean, if they're going to go to Svee, then sure, why not? I mean, he's... That's not terrible value on a slate with very limited value. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, small forward here. We have Kawhi, second night of a back-to-back. We'll have to be on the lookout for that one up against Golden State. As I mentioned, Jason Tatum now moved to small forward, which, which honestly I, I hate because small forward has actually been very good this year. In right. years past, on FanDuel especially, we've just loathed the small forward position. Uh, but small forward is loaded. I mean, Kawhi, Tatum, Ingram, Butler, Tobias Harris, Gordon Hayward, Chris Middleton, Jeremy Grant, Larry Nance, RJ Barrett, Harrison Barnes, DeAndre Hunter, Eric Gordon. I would literally play every single small forward I just listed there. Yeah, yeah, but like... Right? I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I would play every every small forward. In terms of, like, talent, I think I would play every small forward there. Um, who's yeah. your favorite Who's your favorite in terms of, like, per dollar slash... I still think I would play Tatum in 94. I think Tatum is just on another level. I know Brown... Do you want to make a prediction real quick? Because we've been pretty good at this. The yeah. prediction is Kawhi sits tomorrow and Paul George plays. I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah, that's fair. I can see that happening. Uh, you did say, though, didn't you say, oh, no, that was LeBron. Didn't want to rest on the road so road fans could see him play, right? So that was uh, LeBron. Uh, Tatum, I like Tatum a lot. I think Tatum, I mean, again, not even a Boston homerism thing. I mean, back-to-back 50 fantasy points out of the dude. He's just an absolute monster. Him and Jalen Brown, fantastic together. Uh, Brandon Ingram I played the other day at 4% ownership. And, I mean, there's no reason not to be playing Brandon Ingram either. The, the guy is just an absolute stud. I, I think playing, you know, Tatum, Ingram, Tobias Harris against Washington, look at the way Toby's been playing of late, really, really strong. 
Um, you can love him or hate him with Gordon Hayward, but he's been really good. Again, like this whole tier is just fantastic. Now, is anybody on this on the small forward like you don't want to play? Anybody not interested in you to you? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I'll, like Dance didn't come through against Orlando, uh, and Jimmy Butler's certainly been a little bit up and down. Better against OKC, but still only twenty five minutes in that game. Seventy three hundred on DK, which is. Yeah, he's really 80, interesting. 81 on Fandle. Like, they moved Chris Middleton to small forward. Um, you know, he played 35 minutes. Jeremy Grant, you know, for everything that is going against them in that in this game, you know, he put up another 40 fantasy point outing. Jeremy Grant did. I mean, like, R.J. Barrett fucking I swore here. It's just smoked Atlanta. Like, I mean, oh, my God. He's 40 back, 43, 42, 36, 38, 37 minutes. He's on the floor all the time. Yep. Harrison Barnes, another guy, continues to produce another 30 fantasy point game against Golden State. DeAndre Hunter, who you, me, Sean, we've been like raving about DeAndre Hunter this season, coming off a 37 fantasy point game. He's gone for 30 now in four of the last six contests. They bumped him up finally on draft on FanDuel to six thousand uh, dollars. Over on DraftKings, fifty four hundred. Price wasn't touched. What Price was not doing? touched at all. What are you doing, DraftKings? How? How is DeAndre Hunter still $5,400? You raised him $200 after dropping him $100 from his previous 30-point game. He's giving he's giving us 7 to 8x return pretty much every single night on that price tag. It's just ridiculous. And you get Charlotte. They don't play a lick of defense. Oh, man, free, free DraftKings play square right there, DeAndre Hunter. You can probably almost bank on DeAndre Hunter being the cover of this podcast uh, picture tomorrow for sure. Um, that is just insane. Uh, Eric Gordon's at 58. I mean, he, he's been playing fine off the bench. 34 fantasy points the other day uh, in 25 minutes against Dallas. I mean, just small forward is loaded. Evan Fournier, if he plays, he's 53. Kelly Oubre, 53. Steady Osman, I know Cora's coming back, but he had 40 fantasy points the other day at 52. I mean, this is just a crazy small forward group. Yeah, and I think it, you can drop down even further um, for some value options. I think Josh Hart is uh, firmly in play. He's playing a lot of minutes. He's averaging 28 minutes. He's closing games and plus 10, 7, 11, 6, 10, 9, 5. Those are his rebounding totals uh, this year. One of the best rebounding guards we have in the league. Kevin Horter, a guy you love to play. Um, 28 and 31 minutes the last two games. You love to see those uh, minute totals, one of which he went for 32 fantasy points. Um, I don't know what the hell happened, but Justin Holiday played 45 freaking minutes uh, against the Pelicans. I don't I don't know where that came from, but, I mean, I get it. It was overtime, but Justin four, Holiday. Four the, yeah, four of the last five games, over 20 fantasy points for Holiday's 4K on FanDuel. And yeah, and he gets a, a poor Houston defense, forty five hundred. Um, you've been touting Dougie McDermott all year. He's had a couple, a, some rough go at it lately, but a few, a few bad games. Yep, for twenty nine sure. minutes still. So yeah, still so twenty nine minutes. So I think our value. I think there's a lot of value here at at the small forward position. Plus, let's throw Isaac Coro in the mix, who played in the two games he played thirty four and forty two minutes. They really don't have many wing options to use. So yeah. um, I think you can probably play pretty much all of those guys. Um, 
and you mentioned the mid tiers elite too, but so is the value. Yep, I, I no, no doubt, no doubt for sure. And you know, I mentioned the Eric Gordon thing. Daniel House is already ruled out for this game. Um, you know, there could be even more minutes for Gordon, but maybe Jay Sean Tate. Um, you know, somebody that played 25 minutes still the other night. You know, if you needed more value, that uh, could be an option. Not not like a must, but uh, you know, just looking down the line there, just someone that could be in a bigger role with with the guy in how in house who usually plays 30 minutes. So uh those minutes will be going somewhere. Uh, power forward, uh, F- Fandle, thank you. Power forward, uh, Giannis at 11-4. Christian Wood at 91. My thank you was getting Julius Randle at 9K because um, he was $8,000 last late. Uh, and you have, you absolutely had to play Randle at 8K. Uh, 28-17-9. Now he's up at 9K. Uh, Sabonis is only is 8,800 against Houston. Um, Zion's up at 79 John Collins at 68. I mean, again, top tier. You know, we, we touched upon the Giannis thing already. He's 11-4. You know, 27 minutes against Chicago gave you 65. He, then he played 38-36 against Detroit. Miami gave you over 60. So, like, he can do it in limited minutes. He can do it in all the minutes. So, a GPP, you could probably play him in cash. So, it's still a little bit risky because of the point spread. Um, but he's just an out stud. Yeah, whatever format you want. Just, just play him in whatever format you want. That's that's all I can say. Here's maybe an interesting price. Um, Fanduel bumped Chris Boucher up to sixty two hundred dollars. Um, so did you? So Nick Nurse was talking about lineup changes, mm-hmm. and it's. I think it's because Norman Powell has been playing so bad, but they're also one in five, and I suspect we see poss- it's a possibility that Boucher's starting uh starting like tomorrow or on this Wednesday slate. And you think FanDuel is just predicting it? Yeah, I mean I mean Nurse did talk about switching his lineups up. So he said he wanted to go bigger. So we could maybe we even see Siaka move to the three. They play Boucher starting power forward. I I don't know what they're gonna do, but Nurse is doing something with his lineup. And if that's going to be the case, if Boucher is going to start, he's only 5,200 on DK. Right. That's that's, that's an elite price team. Uh, it, is, price tag. It, it is a very good price tag. Uh, John Collins gets Charlotte. Uh, we love attacking that front court. Well, we're going to love Capella even more, but Collins against Charlotte's a good spot. Um, what's your take on the way Darius Baisley has been playing lately? Um, back-to-back good games out of him, 39 and 35. FanDuel points, you know, he's their starting power forward. He gets New Orleans. Um, any any thoughts here? Tournaments, 5800 is a good price. There's so little upside at, at that price tag. So uh, I would I would look at him in tournaments, but, you know, I don't know. You dip your toe back in the Kelly O uh, game here, revenge against Boston. Uh, Freaking Kelly Olenek. Not, not free anymore, by the way. He's $5,000 on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings has him at 44. So again, DraftKings just out here, just I don't know, paying attention to playoff football. Maybe I don't know what's going on with them at these prices. Free Kings. Yeah, free we're going to start calling them. Good. Yeah, if he's going to start again, which all signs point to him starting again, considering um, how good the Heat looked in that game. So yeah, I think. I think 4,400 Kelly O is going to be really chalky. He's definitely a cash game play. 
Uh, for tournaments, you could definitely fade because we've seen Kelly O'Chalk bust a whole lot. Uh, but I definitely think he's someone that you can consider in tournaments and uh, or in cash rather. And uh, you could play him in tournaments, but we've again seen the seen the chalk bust a lot. He got 31 minutes out of Davis Bertans the other day. Do you think it's uh, finally his time? I mean, him and Hachimura both played over 30 minutes, and Hachimura unfortunately had the had to guard Kevin Durant, and that was not fun, but they both played 30 minutes for the first time. I think they're both in play, and I don't love it because I, I think Philly's defense is really good, and they're going to be tough to, to score on this year, um, but I do think there's some merit to playing Bertans and Hachimura. I think they're both pretty decently priced and, and uh, pretty good tournament, tournament plays. I agree with you there. Uh, FanDuel has Bobby Portis as a power forward after having it as a center previously. Um, you know, we liked him as sort of the narrative junk play. He got you 21 fantasy points against Detroit in 22 minutes the other day. Uh, silly huge spread. He plays blowout run. Would you, you know, value Bobby Portis here again? Yeah, if he's if this game is going to blow out, Bobby Portis will be fine. We just If it doesn't, you know, it sucks. So... Kind of like what I mean, happened. Well, I mean, he plays regardless. Like he he, he gets plays... both center and power forward. Yeah, but, but he plays. But Giannis plays thirty six minutes, and will take up soak up all the usage and rebounds along with Middleton when the game is not, or when the game's competitive. All right, that's fine. We'll 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 finish this off here at the center position. You have Joel Embiid at nine nine on Fanduel against Washington. Um, you brought up a good point, uh, a quote from Doc Rivers saying uh, they felt they played him too many minutes the night before, 36. Then he plays 24 minutes against Charlotte. Uh, do you think we start seeing Embiid play like 28 to 30 on a night-to-night basis? Or how do you interpret Doc's uh, you know, statement there? Yeah, it kind of seems like he's going to play 28-30, um, maybe until later in the year, kind of like how the Bucks limited Giannis for three quarters of last year and then like end of the year ramped up his minutes ready for the postseason so uh maybe that's what we see and I think it's a good spot I just if we're only going to get 28 minutes out of Embiid I think I'd rather rather hope for 28 minutes of Giannis than 28 minutes of Embiid and like I'd rather spend up on Giannis if if that makes any sense I I feel like there's more upside for Giannis at like 30 minutes than there is in beat it in 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that one. Um, Blowham's Drummond, and we we talked, or I think maybe maybe it was me and Sean talked about how we weren't really in on Drummond against Orlando here, and he came through with only 36 fantasy points. Now the last three games for Drummond, you know, limited minutes against the Pacers, 25, only 35 fantasy points. 20 minutes against Atlanta, 21 fantasy points. He's 9-5. He gets the same exact matchup against Vucevic, and Vucevic had himself a really strong game for 50 fantasy points. You know, are, are you a fade on Drummond here against uh, against Orlando? Yeah, I just don't like the price. He's 8,600, and he's not really doing anything offensively on a team that doesn't really have many offensive weapons. So, like, Darius Garland was out, Kevin Love was out, and we only get 15 shot attempts in 32 minutes out of Drummond. I I feel like that should be over 20. Um, I'd rather play Vucevic in this matchup. I'd rather play Bam Adebayo 
I mean, uh, I, I love Bam. Bam is one of my favorite center plays. I mean, I know against OKC, you know, only 28 minutes. It wasn't a game where they needed him for the full 35 like he had been playing. Um, and Boston made an effort. You know, they brought in Tristan Thompson to try to be a little bit tougher um, against the center spot. And, and maybe he matches up well against Bam. But in cash games, I think Bam's still a very strong play. Yeah, I do. I do as well. So uh, I would rather go Bam. And then when you move down, like, how can you deny how well Christian Wood has played? Uh, I know he didn't have quite as good of a game his last time out, but he still went 23-7. and seven. Uh, Gobert against the Knicks is okay. Aiton's coming off a big game in a, in a good matchup. I mean, I Tristan just think... Pella is $6,500. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the play. That's that's the play in one of our favorite spots on the board. I agree with you on that one. How are you feeling about your other boy there, Rashawn Holmes, against Chicago? $6,300 on FanDuel. Yeah, it's elite. It's an elite spot. And I think it's a spot that we can look to get a bounce back out of it. on DraftKings. It's $5,900. Yeah, and, and nobody's going to go back to the well here considering how bad he was in against Golden State. But Chicago... He was in foul trouble in Chicago. Like Wendell Carter has not looked great, so I think there's I think there's a real bounce back opportunity. Tournaments only, but um, I could see Holmes putting up like forty fantasy points here, and it really wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I, I think it's a good spot for him as well. Um, any value center options? I mean, we do have Stephen Adams against the Thunder. We saw this matchup already earlier this year. Um, and he gave us 35 fan dual points, 14, 10. Uh, they play a really half court offense, which bodes well for him. He's 6K on fan dual, so he's really right at the point uh, price point for you. You get a little bit more of the bonus for double doubles on DraftKings. Um, you know, does, is there any Stephen Adams appeal to you? I mean, cash, uh, cash. It's a it's a revenge little revenge narrative, but uh, cash games for me. Uh, but in like terms of value, like I'd rather go, uh, like Boucher, like all like these multi-eligible positions. Yeah, DraftKings, DraftKings is a much better spot. FanDuel, you know, they moved Tristan Thompson to a power forward on FanDuel. Hmm, uh, is Tice a center? Tice and Robert Williams are a center. Robert Williams is more expensive uh, than Tice. Tice only played 13 minutes against Toronto. Uh, Robert Williams played 19 and got a lot of blowout run there. 11 points, 15 rebounds, and two blocks. Um, in that game. I don't think I'm touching any of the Boston centers, but just more of a commentary on that, on that status. Wiseman's $4,800, um, you know, minutes, only 17 against Sacramento. The blocks have been great though. You know, if you're playing on FanDuel, he's giving you two blocks in four straight games. He had a three block game, a couple games before that. Um, so, you know, fantasy point wise, he's kind of been there, but 4,800, probably not great. You're probably going lowest as you'll look as maybe Adams, um, you know, unless you think Mitch Robinson can do something against Gobert, we just saw Jared Allen go off on him. I don't know. I, that's that's a scary. He's playing minutes, so I would go there. I would maybe look at um, Zubac uh, in a on a second night of a back to back for Serge Ibaka. So maybe maybe Zubac and then maybe Javale McGee at forty three hundred, who's been interesting to say the least, and. Uh, so they moved Javale McGee to a power forward on FanDuel. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. 
Um, that's just how FanDuel rolls, I guess. Um, all right, so that wraps up the review here. First look podcast here on this 11-game slate. Uh, we'll have everything for you, of course, the live stream, starting five, playbook, fast break, value vault. We'll all be there. We'll be in chat. You can get us on Twitter. We'll be here with you uh, throughout the day, getting you ready for this big slate and uh, hopefully bringing home some cash. Uh, for James Ronde, John Pemma here. We'll catch you guys later. Thank you.